Experience the magic of the holidays at the Bull Run Festival of Lights, Northern Virginia's largest drive-thru light show. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow. Ooh and ah through the winter wonderland where it's always snowing and see the tallest light display yet. Purchase tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Shout, I'm the curse breaker. So here's the practical application of this second set of generational curses. Depression, that's generational. Emotional roller coasters. Please understand, when God created you, he did not create us so that we would need pills to regulate stuff. I am not saying get off of them if you own them. Mm-mm. No, I ain't said that at all. Oh, no, don't misinterpret what I just said. What I'm saying is, is that he didn't create, in Deuteronomy, they didn't have that. So they just had to learn how to conquer. Okay, I feel a little preach right here. I said this a few weeks ago. Do you understand that most of the medicines that we have, their only design is to conceal what's there, not to heal it? So, so, so that's why you feel, oh, when I get drunk, I feel good. When I get high, I feel good. When I do this, I feel good. When I do this, I feel good. Because you're taking concealer. So for a moment, it makes you feel good. But then after that moment's over, it's over because now you're back to the same emotional roller coaster, back to the same issue. Because it cannot heal. It can only conceal. Somebody shout, I am the curse breaker. Paganism, uh, involvement with, with other uh, foreign gods, foreign deities, practicing magic. So he said, Bishop, I don't practice no magic. Uh-huh. Your horoscope, uh-huh. How is that not practicing magic? You are consulting the sun and the moon for the course of your day. How is that not magic? And then you'll say, and we talked about this in, in, in commanding, your, commanding Your Day. We talked about this. Then you'll say, and it was right. Well, you need to get the, the CD, Commanding Your Day, to find out why it was right. You call, you call a psychic, call me now. And... and and you're like, she was right. Uh-huh. Well, because it it, it, God wasn't the only one watching. Involvement in the occult, reading horoscopes, those kinds of things. Th- those, those are some of the more practical applications that I haven't already mentioned. Let's move to the next one. Y'all okay? Uh, the, the, the third grouping of generational curses are repeated sickness. Repeated sickness. Repeated sickness. Okay. Say, I was not created created to be sick sick all the time. time. Really, let's make that a little bit more specific. I was not created created to walk in illness. illness. No, it's just not your thing. Not when you're a believer in Jesus. It's just not our thing. It's just not our thing. Deuteronomy 28, verse 21, look what it says. The Lord will make the plague cling to you. 
until he has consumed you from the land which you're going to possess. Verse 22, it says, the Lord will strike you with consumption. In other words, just from a face value of the word, in other words, God is saying, you're going to consume everything you have. You'll never produce anything. That's why you look at certain people and you're like, how is it you worked all these years and there, you, there's nothing to show? Because there's a, perhaps, just maybe, I'm just throwing out a hypothesis, maybe there's a curse working. Maybe it was working. I wish somebody would shout, was. No, because this year, this year, God says he's going to make up for the years of consumption where there should have been production. I'm preaching to somebody in here. I wish I had some faith in here. I know you don't know how he's going to do it, but if you have the faith to be consistent, God says, I will make up for all the years that you wasted and that you threw away, and I'll do it in one year. It ain't going If you believe that, shout, I receive that. Joel says, and I will restore to you the years that the locusts have stolen. Yokus are a Hebrew idiom for bad decisions. I will restore to you the stuff that your jacked up decisions took. Look, verse 22. Oh, it's like you with consumption. Watch this. With fever. With inflammation. What they got. With severe burning fever. With the sword. With scorching and mildew. They shall pursue you until you perish. In, in other words, he says, these things, they're going to chase after you. When you're a curse breaker, prosperity chases you. When you choose to operate and walk in the curse, fever, consumption, sword. You know what that means? Constant fighting. Those things will pursue you. Verse 27, the Lord will strike you with the boils of Egypt, with tumors, with the scab, with the itch. <laughs> now, I'm not going to have you to lift your hand up. <laughs> but just smile if you love Jesus. Just smile. Watch the last part from which you cannot be healed. They'll say, well, we don't know. We can't figure this out. We don't know. 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 How is it you don't know? How is it we're the most advanced nation in the world, and your computer system can't tell me what's going on? Could it be that there's something you got to break? And could it be that today's the day you break it? Child, I am the interruption, am the interruption. To, the to the dysfunction of my bloodline. Verse 35, the Lord will strike you in the knees and on the legs with severe boils which cannot be healed from the sole of your foot to the top of your head. Verse 59, then the Lord will bring upon you and your what? Descendants, extraordinary plagues, great and prolonged plagues and serious and prolonged sicknesses. Verse 60, moreover, he will bring back on you all the diseases of Egypt, which you were afraid, and they shall cling to you. Verse 61, also every sickness and every plague, which is not written in the book, the Lord will bring upon you until you are destroyed. In other words, he just, gives a, he just gives a general clause. He's just like, for everything I didn't mention, I throw it in the last verse. 
So, Bishop, what's some of the practical application beyond what I've just given you? Diseases, anorexia, bulimia, boils, sores, cancer, blindness, diseases, heart disease, diabetes, asthma, whatever. The list goes on. Those are things that do not have a right to operate in you or your bloodline unless you give them a right. And Bishop, how, how do I revoke that right? By saying to yourself, I am the interruption to the dysfunction in my bloodline. Listen, in the, in, the, in the South, we say it like this. If folk in your bloodline got sugar, y'all know what sugar is, huh? then why in the world are you going to 54321 Burger every day? It's quiet in this church. I mean, I have never heard it this quiet. <laughs> Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. okay. Well, they may have, a, somebody said they got the best burgers. That's true. But if you're going to be the curse breaker, you're going to have to get you the vegetable option. <laughs> y'all not hear what I'm saying? You can't just set up, just, Lord, just heal me. Give me some more fries. Lord, just heal me. Give me some more bacon. Lord, just heal me. Let me have some more. <laughs> Let me put a, two scoops of sugar in my Cheerios. Because when I get to the end of my milk, I want <laughs> Y'all know about the sugar at the bottom of the bowl. Don't y'all do me like that. I got a witness. I got one witness. I got two. I got two. Can I get three? Can I get four? I got four. I got five. You know about that sugar at the bottom of the bowl of Cheerios. Well, by the time you get to that milk, it ain't, it's just sugar, just white sugar in white juice. You know, you can't even call it milk no more. It's just. Got it? Lord, 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 heal me of anorexia. Lord, heal me of bulimia. Heal me of bulimia. Then you got to stop going to the bathroom after you eat. It got real quiet right there because I guess it got real real. You follow? You see what I'm saying? So while there's a spiritual component, there's also a practical component. That's why I had you to write it down so you can know what's trying to chase you so now you can send it on a run. The next, the, the next category. Can, can I give you a couple more? I'm not going to finish this today, I don't think, but we'll see. Deuteronomy 28:25. the next grouping of curse, generational curse, is never succeeding at anything. Deuteronomy 28:25. look at this. It says, the Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. You'll go out one way against them, and you'll flee seven ways before them. And you shall become troublesome to all the kingdoms or all the people of the earth. In other words, he says, you're just going to be a troublemaker, and you'll never succeed in anything. That's a curse. Look at your bloodline. What has been succeeded? What has been accomplished? We got to get to a point in life where life is more than just having babies. I wish I had a church here. And I'm not beating nobody up. I'm just saying, we got to know there's options. There's more to life than just having babies. There's more than that. There's more to life than just going to work, coming home, eating and going to bed, and repeating the same mundane ritual over and over and over again. You were created to do great things. You were created to do wonderful things. And you're not going to do it repeating the dysfunction of your bloodline. How is it? Y'all ain't, okay, all right, all right. Say amen because I feel a How is it none of the women in your bloodline are married, yet all of y'all got a lot of cheering? 
you need to break the dysfunction. Stop thinking that what makes you valuable is when you're on your back. You are more valuable than that. You are a queen. You are a child of the most high God. Don't. You better say something to me. If he can't wait, then kick him to the curb. He ain't no good. No. And men, it's the same truth. Don't let her trap you. Break the curse. Break the curse. Let's break the curse. Somebody shout, I'm the curse breaker. Can we move on? Deuteronomy 28, 18. <laughs> Life barrenness and sexual distortions. Deuteronomy 28, 18. Curse shall be the fruit of your body and the produce of your land and the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Bishop, what is this, what is this dealing with? Uh, Generational curses, watch this. Let me give you some practical applications of verse 18. Reproductive problems. STDs. Uh, also, also here, we, we find uh, because of the uh, inference of, or not the inference, but what some of the Hebrew words here mean, I won't go into detail. Uncontrollable anger, rage, financial instability, low self-esteem, suicide. Pornography addiction, abortions, infidelity, affairs, drug abuse, soul ties. And I think that might be where I wrap this one today. You, you do understand. Uh, please understand. Uh, scripture says in Corinthians, he says, if any man lays down with a harlot, does he not know that he has become one with that harlot? So what are you trying to say? Well, one of the things that, 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 that I want to um, teach us today is this importance of understanding that every connection um, can possibly produce a tie. Uh, every tie can produce a yoke. Every yoke can produce a stronghold. Stronghold is something that has grip over all three dimensions of your humanity. So you are a spirit that lives in a physical body that possesses a soul, which is your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. A stronghold is when something controls all three of those. But then before you get to a stronghold, you got to have a yoke, which means you got to have a connection that has clamped down on you. But to have that, you got to have a tie. But so what are you trying to say? Watch this. The reason some, some this, this, this somebody you know, there ain't nobody in here, somebody you know. Uh, the reason why, why, why some of you say you're single, you can't find nobody, is because in the spirit, you still got five husbands. And, and the reason some of you don't know who you're married to is because you don't know them. Because cause you're not dealing, you, you, you ain't married to him. You're married to him, Shaniqua, Shaquanda, Ray Ray, Shike, all of them. Kelly, Guadalupe, and Ming Lee, all of them. A multicultural church, you know, we got to reach everybody. <laughs> Are you hear what I'm saying? So, so the reason you can't communicate with them is because you're not talking to them. You are talking to all of the people that are in them. Yeah. 
It's a soul tie. It's a connection. It is, watch this now, it is, watch this, it is now the melding of a mind, thought, will, and emotions with that of another individual. So it creates a tie. A tie creates a yoke. A yoke can create a stronghold. Are you getting this? Y'all here? So then those ties then, much of what you're dealing with is not even from people who are still in your life. It's people who came, dropped their baggage off, and kept it moving. But now you're dealing with the baggage, so now you got self-esteem issues because of what Shinkase said, and now because of what Shinkase said, but Shinkase gone, but Shinkase, she got a yoke on you, and she, well, y'all not hear what I'm saying. And so now that connection there, you can't even progress because you got a connection that's become a stronghold. All right, okay, fine. Next, I'll do this last section. Last section, I want to get you as much as I can. So next week we can shout and stuff. <laughs> Deuteronomy 28, verse 41. The next grouping of curses are marriage and family problems. Marriage and family problems. All right? Verse 41 says, You shall be sons and daughters, but they shall not be yours. They shall go into captivity. Verse 53, you shall eat the fruit of your own body, the flesh of your sons and your daughters, whom the Lord your God has given you, and the seeds and desperate straits in which your enemies shall distress you. 54, the sensitive and very refined man among you is going to be hostile towards his brother, towards the wife of his bosom. Wife of his bosom here means the God of his youth. And toward the rest of his children whom he leaves behind, so that he would not give him the flesh of his children whom he will eat, because he has nothing left in the seeds and in desperate straits in which your enemies shall distress you at all your gates. Verse 56, the tender and delicate woman among you who would not venture to set the sole of her foot on the ground because of her delicateness and sensitivity will refuse the husband of her bosom and to her son and her daughter. Bishop, what does all this mean? Here's practical applications. When there is abuse in families, watch this, imprisonment. Watch this, judgmental family members. Inexplicable behavior changes for the worse. Okay, those are curses that have to be broken. And when are they broken? Now. Does that make sense? Are y'all getting that? Okay, all right, good, good. So, so parents, if you're beating on your children, you can't just say, Lord, help me quit beating them. Now, I'm not talking about appropriate discipline, according to the scriptures. Now, you obey all local, state, and federal laws in accordance with whatever you need to do. But I'm talking about ironing boards. Irons. Extension cords. Power strips. Cast iron skillets. Perhaps let's try a little bit less first. But now I will say. Okay, now I won't say. All right, never mind. <laughs> Deuteronomy 28, next, next, uh, uh, next grouping. I want to get through these because I want us to move next week. Financial insufficiency, being accident-prone and unnatural deaths. Scripture says you're just supposed to close your eyes and go to sleep. That's how it's supposed to go. You're not, it's not supposed because Christians, you can't kill us. We just sleep. You, you, you can't kill a Christian. We have everlasting life, so you can't kill us. We just take a nap. 
It's in your Bible. Watch this. Deuteronomy 28, verse 17. Cursed will be your basket and your kneading bowl. Verse 29. And you shall grope at noonday as a blind man who gropes in darkness. You, ne- you shall not prosper in your ways. You shall only be oppressed and plundered continually. And nobody will save you. Verse 30. You shall betroth a wife, but another man going to lie down with her. You'll build a house, but you ain't going to live in that thing. You'll plant a vineyard. Somebody else going to gather his grapes. Verse 42. Locusts shall consume all your trees and the produce of your land. Bishop, what is this? Repeated divorce. Now, you say, Bishop, why do you have to say repeated? Well, you got to understand, a lot of people have a bad understanding about divorce, and I don't have time to really go into it very detail. But please understand this, uh, 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 because people will quote scriptures out of context. They'll use Malachi and say, well, God hates divorce. I wish you would read the entire thing. He was talking about the separation of him from his people. Please understand, the scripture says what God has joined together, let no man put asunder, which means what about all the other stuff that you put together? Uh-huh. Because, see, that stuff can be put asunder by whatever put it together. If sex put it together, sex will tear it apart. If money put it together, money will pull it apart. Y'all ain't saying nothing. If it's the right thing to do because y'all got a baby, then that's what's going to pull it apart. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying? So you got to take into consideration that. So the statistics tell us 50% of first marriages end in divorce, 67% of second marriages in divorce, 73% of third marriages in divorce. Okay, so you got to figure, sometimes people just don't choose right. And when God doesn't put it together, whatever put it, puts it together has to be what keeps it together. That's why some people, it's so hard, 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 it's so hard. Because God says, I'm not gracing that because I'm not blessing your Ishmael. I didn't have nothing to do with it from jump, and I ain't going to have nothing to do with it now. Okay, it's quiet. I might as well preach then since they ain't going to say nothing to me. Should I preach? Good morning, y'all. Good afternoon. Good evening. Repeated divorce. Why is that a curse? Because you can't choose right. Well, it's a curse. Rebellion. I'm a grown man. Well, how about you have some grown man fruit then? How about you have some big boy fruit? I'm a grown woman. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. How about we have some big girl fruit then? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. That's all right. That's cool. That's cool. If y'all would say, man, I could go see Peyton, but y'all ain't saying nothing, so I can't go see him. Repeated bankruptcy. Now, let's be honest. The Scripture gives a provision for this in Deuteronomy 15. That's where actually the concept of bankruptcy comes from, from the Scripture in Deuteronomy 15. Every seven years, there'll be a release of debt. Now, people make mistakes. Business things happen. Things happen in finances. But if you didn't file two and three times, what we got to do is step back and say, maybe it's not the money that's the devil. Maybe it's the way you're spending it. And somebody said, Bishop, I've never declared it. Right, but the truth is, is your life has... So let's not be judgmental. Touch your neighbor and say, don't judge nobody. <laughs> How you always need to borrow $20? <laughs> always? You ain't never got a 20 to get nobody. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. And if you sit next to the one that borrowed, go on and nudge them. Because it's about time for them to start prospering and doing well. You're not hearing what I'm saying. 2013 was their last broke year. Who am I preaching to? I'm the lender, not the borrower. Which means I got to... Shout, I'm the lender, not the bar. How you always need to hold something? Always? You just got paid. 
Friday night. Doom, 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 doom. How you need some money if you just got paid? You just got your Tuesday deposit. <laughs> some of y'all know what them Tuesday deposits are. Okay, next. <laughs> Pride. Pride is a curse. Look at some of the men in your bloodline. Why did stuff fail? Look at some of the women in your bloodline. Why wouldn't they just apologize? Pride. And it's a curse that ends. Not honoring leadership. That's a curse. The scripture says the sons of Korah, Korah, Dathan, and another gentleman, they rose up against Moses. And the scripture says later on that the sons of Korah, they had a bunch of issues. They were actually literally the deacons of the church. And they had a bunch of, a bunch of issues. And, and so that's why sometimes the demons can get infiltrated where the deacons are uh, because, because that's a generational thing. Uh, watch this next thing. You ready? Prostitution. All right. Now, to the church folks, don't be saying, Bishop, I ain't never been no prostitute. But how did your rent get paid? What you call that? Oh, no, don't you start judging nobody. Touch your neighbor. Don't you judge nobody up in here. Yeah, yeah. How you get the money for your AT&T bill? I just want to know how you get that money. You may have not been on Colfax, but I, don't start judging nobody. Now watch this, because I know some of y'all are thinking, Bishop, I've never done that. See, watch this. Here's the great thing about these things, because they're so, they're so deeply embedded into how sometimes we operate and do things in life. And so sometimes you can be doing it and not even knowing it. Because, because see, watch this. How many of you, because you want to have friends, you sell you so that they will accept you. And so they don't never pay for lunch, and you always pay for lunch. Because you want somebody to go to lunch with, which means let's call a thing a thing. Let's call it what it is. Get in the car, Ebony. Get in the car. <laughs> so y'all don't know what that is. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Because you're using what you got. Repeated bad decisions. Repeated bad decisions. All right. All right. My goodness. Okay. Can I, can I rush through these other ones real quickly? Because I, I need us to move next week. Deuteronomy 28, 32. Children being married to their destruction. Yes. Children being married to their destruction. Deuteronomy 28, 32. You have, you have a parents, if you be honest, there's some folks that you see your children dating, and you're like, I like that one. There's some other folks to where you like, and, okay. And you don't want to pray nothing bad on them. But if something bad happened, you'd be like, oh, son, oh, well. Well, did you see, uh, what's his name? Because I. Y'all ain't, okay, y'all going to do me like that? Y'all going to do me like that? Okay, all right. You don't have 28, 32. Your sons and daughters will be given to another people, and your eyes shall look at fail with longing for them all day and night, and there shall be no strength in your hand. In other words, you will literally watch your children marry their destruction. You will watch anime marry Ike. And you will just have to sit there and watch it. Because everything you try to say, what's happening is the curse will block out wisdom. 
Are you hearing what I'm saying? The curse will block out wisdom. So when the curse, am I helping anybody today? Because in just a moment, we're going to break this stuff. The curse will block out wisdom. And when the curse blocks out wisdom, what it will do is it won't let them hear the truth that everybody else sees, but they refuse to see. And you sitting there saying, they ain't no good for you. 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 They're like, you just don't know them. You just don't know. You just don't understand. You just don't want me to have nobody. You just don't want me to be happy. And you're like, okay, is that happiness? It's quiet. Next, next set of curses. So you, children being married to their destruction. It goes to the third and the fourth generations. Watch this. Uh, next, being taken advantage of. Deuteronomy 28, 33, 39. 33 says, a nation which you have not known shall eat the fruit of your land and so the produce of your labor, and you shall be only be oppressed and crushed. How? Continually. Verse 39, you shall plant vineyards and tend them, but you shall not drink of the wine or the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. Means, watch this, not only will you be taken advantage of, but the labor you do put in, you'll never see any fruity results from it. Which means you'll work hard, but not necessarily see any corresponding results. All right, the next one. Uh, this Deuteronomy 28:54. Now I may have to spend some time here because in this region I've seen this in, in preposterous quantities. Deuteronomy 28:54. Weak and passive men. But I'm glad for the men at harvest because I we got a church full of gladiators in here. We got y'all ain't saying nothing. We oh ladies y'all better shout for the men of harvest. We we got some gladiators in this church that. Didn't come to take sides, but came to take over. But watch this. You know, 2854, the sensitive and very refined man among you will be hostile towards his brother, towards the wife of his bosom, which means God, and toward the rest of his children whom he leaves behind. So check this out. Weak and passive men, that's a curse. Men were created to lead. That's what men are supposed to do is lead. Now, that doesn't mean that a man, watch this, can't be subject to because a great leader is a better follower. It just means that this curse makes it so that a man always wants to follow. And watch this. Okay, I'm going to make it real plain since y'all ain't saying nothing. And this is a man who sits up under, watch this, watch this, listen. This is a man who runs behind a woman. Baby, what you want to do? Baby, what you want to do? Baby, how do you feel? Baby, how do you feel? Lead! You pick the restaurant once in a while. Who got the pants on? Matter of fact, do we need to check some other stuff too? What is she doing to you? What? Run something. Where my gladiators at? Run something. In the South, we say it like this. Shake something, do something, move something. Men were not created to be running up behind no woman. I don't care if you don't like it. Read your Bible. Little punky Brewster stuff. But whatever she says, happy wife, happy life, be a leader, she'll follow. All right, next. (laughs) So, Bishop, what's the practical application of that? Men that marry domineering women that turn them against those that are for them. That's the practical application of that. Samson, Samson had this issue because even though he was a mighty man, Samson, one of the things of his generation is that he didn't know how to despot a Delilah. Delilah's name in Hebrew means one who weakens or makes poor. He didn't realize that the thing he was attracted to was actually his kryptonite. Just because you're drawn to it doesn't mean it's good for you. 
Y'all not hearing what I'm saying? I am drawn to whipped cream. I love homemade whipped cream. Now, no Cool Whip. I like whipped cream. Not Cool Whip. I like whipped cream. You understand? Not Cool Whip. I like whipped cream. I like homemade whipped cream. In fact, when I used to go to Starbucks all the time, I would tell them, listen, give me a bigger cup and put me some extra whipped cream in there. In fact, I really don't even want no coffee. Just put me some whipped cream in there. The other day, I had a half a slice of cheesecake, you understand? Because you got to, you got to, you know, got to, got to do it right, you understand? And I, the devil ain't going to trick me, you understand? And so I had a half a slice, and I told the guy, I said, listen, babe, bring me, just bring me some more whipped cream. And in fact, I told her, you can take the cheesecake, I just want the whipped cream. Because what's the point? I, you know, to be honest, I don't know what that connects to. <laughs> I don't know. What, what was that talking about? What's the note? <laughs> you need the lead is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> huh? What was I saying? Huh? Oh, yes. The, yes, there it is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. So just because you're drawn to it. That's what I'm talking about. Thank y'all. Y'all say today. That's what I'm talking about. I got some armor bears in the house that say today. That's what I got. <laughs> Who show did forget. Now watch this. Just because <laughs> you're drawn to it doesn't mean it's good for you. Because if, if she would have kept bringing me more, I would have kept eating it. Had I been able to say, no, just two more cups is all I need. Y'all got it? Okay. All right, ne next section. You ready? It's almost the antithetical thing. Overbearing women. See, ladies, don't get quiet. <laughs> See, let me tell you something. I understand something about the women of Harvest and, and many women that, that are just drawn to me naturally. Uh, I understand that you're strong women, that you, you can you do that and you can do that. But one of the things I love about the women of Harvest is that women, not only do they know how to lead, but they also know how to follow. They know when it's time to step up, and then they know when it's time to step back. That's awesome. Because women, your real strength is with knowing when not to use it. See, a real woman will know how to cuss you out seven ways from Sunday, but say, uh-uh, because I ain't finna. Nope. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me? A strong woman will know how to break you bad, but say, nope, I bet I'm not doing that. I got to build you up. I can't tell you down. I got to build you up. I, 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 I. A strong woman is like Celia. All her life, she had to fight, but she know when to say, uh-uh. I was watching this little thing on YouTube. Uh-uh, boo-boo. <laughs> Where'd they do that? Where'd they do that? <laughs> so watch this, watch this, watch this. Deuteronomy 28, verse 56. I got to move. Verse 56. I apologize. I, put, I plan to have been done earlier, but I, I got to get us out of this. Because I don't want the setup for next week to be hearing more of this. <laughs> Verse 56. The tender and delicate woman among you who would not venture to set the sole of her foot on the ground because of her delicateness and sensitivity will refuse the husband of her bosom and will tell her son and to her son and daughter. Verse 58. If you do not carefully observe all the words of, this, um, of the law that are written in this book, that you may fear the glorious and awesome name of the Lord your God. Check this out. Okay. A, an overbearing woman does this. She views anything that brings order as controlling. That's a curse. 
well, why we got to stand when he said, read the Bible? Because I said, stand. And if I said, stand, until I decided that I didn't want you to stand no more, you're honoring the word of God. He's just trying to control people. You are cursed. You ain't got to like it. You just don't have to. You like it. It ain't got nothing to do with nothing. You might not like whipped cream. I do. Just telling you. Look, she, th this woman views anything that brings order as controlling or cultish. It's a cult. What are y'all over there praying about? It's a cult. Why can't I just do what I want to do? Generational curse. The truth is, is her mama was probably like that. And her mama probably, watch this, if she did get a man, she found a weak one. And then she killed him off, got the insurance money. Oh, no, look, listen, 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 listen. Come on. Come on now. Come on here. Because she was a widow, <laughs> a black one. <laughs> now, I don't mean that in a racial way. You know, talking about a spider. All right, watch this. Watch this. This woman is mean, she's deceitful. She's putative. What, what, is this? what does that mean? Is, it, is that she will go out of her way. If she thinks you wronged her, she will jezzy you up all day long. You know, jezzy is Jezebel. She will make it her life's work to try to do whatever she can to say bad things about you. It's a curse. It's a curse. That's what it is. It's a curse. This is a woman who, 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 who in order to take attention off of her issues, she then tries to throw other people's issues out. And that's a curse. And if that's been operating in your bloodline, it ends today. So let's review. If there's been overbearing women in your bloodline, that ends today. If there have been weak and passive men in your bloodline, that ends today. If you've been taken advantage of, that ends today. If your children have been married to their destruction, that ends today. If you have financial insufficiency, you're accident prone, or you have unnatural deaths in your bloodline, that ends today. If you got marriage and family problems, that ends today. If you got life barrenness and sexual distortions, that ends today. If you never succeeded in anything, that ends today. I wish I had a church. If you got repeated sickness, that ends today. If you got emotional breakdown, confusion, and chronic fear, that ends today. If you got slavery and constant lack, that ends today. I wish I had a church that would get on their feet and praise God if they believed that that stuff was going to end today. Shout it ends today. Shout it again. It ends today. Lift your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare that these are a generation of people. These are a people that are the curse breakers. Father, we thank you because we all saw some of ourselves in the things we talked about today. And here's the great news. That's not something for us to be depressed about. That's not something for us to hold our head down about. That's not something for us to feel defeated about. What that is, is that's something that's teaching us that you've given us an opportunity to be the interruption to that. You hear me and you hear me well. Don't you walk out of here with your head down. Don't you walk out of here feeling depressed. Don't you walk out of here feeling like, oh, man, what a jacked up bloodline. Guess what? God put you in that bloodline so you could change it. Yeah. 
I said, God put you in that bloodline so you could change it. I said, God put you in that bloodline so you can change it. Lift your hands. Father, in the name of give us the grace to walk out what you have ordained. We're the curse breakers. 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 We we are the curse breakers. We're 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 the curse breakers. It ends. It ends now. It ends now. Lack ends now. We're the breakers. We're the curse breakers. With your heads bowed and eyes closed today in this experience, I don't want to assume that because you're here that you know Jesus Christ. 2,000 years ago, Jesus got on the cross and he paid the price so that we would have power over these things we just talked about today. I realize that a message like today can be very sobering because it makes us look at some things. It makes us evaluate some things. It makes us say, hmm, the good thing is, is that it's not done to judge you. It's not done to condemn you. It's not done to beat you beat you up. It's done to just say, hey, here are some areas. Here are some areas that the scripture says are empowerments to fail. They're empowerments to fail. And today, we got to reverse that and make it an empowerment to prosper, to be blessed. That's the life he died for you to have. And if he died for it, I want it. I said, if he died for it, I want him. If he died for it, I want it. If he took sickness, I don't want to be sick. If he took lack, I don't want lack. If he took it, we don't want it. We don't want it. So today, if you're in this worship experience or watching online, whatever campus you're on today, and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, today you can become a Christian and give your life to him. He loves you. He cares about you. Again, he's not trying to beat you up or beat you down. He, he wants you to do things that you never imagined you could do. That's what I love about our God is that he's always thinking about how to move us forward. He's always thinking about how to bless us. He's always thinking about Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. He's got good thoughts about you. I'm speaking to somebody today because somebody came in here and and you, you weren't thinking so good about yourself. You weren't thinking so great things about your life. But I'm here to tell you, your Jesus thinks great things about you. But Bishop, I've made a ton of mistakes. I've done a lot of wrong. Well, guess what? Jesus did a lot of right. And what we get to do is just receive his rightness as our righteousness. And it's a free gift. It's a gift. So today, if you've never become a Christian, today there's salvation for you. Secondly, if you give your life to Jesus, but you've not been faithful in serving him, and you've fallen away from him, and you need to rededicate yourself to him, i got great news for you. Today is your day. He loves you. He's not mad at you. He's got a still has a great plan for you. And even if you took some detours, you can still get back on track. Every now and then, sometimes when I'm driving, sometimes the navigation, will, it'll take too long to give me a direction, or it'll take too long to move me in a certain way. And sometimes I'll go past where I was supposed to go. I'll make the wrong turn. I'll do something like that. But one of the things I love it is that it always has a reroute plan. And so maybe you've made some bad steps and maybe you've made some bad mistakes. But I'm going to tell you, God says, I got a reroute schedule for you. I said, God says he's got a reroute schedule for you. And he's going to get you right back on track and right back on target. 
So if either one of those of you, you need to become a Christian and rededicate yourself to Jesus today, what better day to do it than on the day where we've begun to identify the generational curses and patterns that have been in operation. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews. So you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.